I solemnly swear that I will faithfully, diligently, and impartially execute and perform the duties required of me as a member of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and will well and truly obey and perform all lawful orders and instructions which I shall receive as such. The Queen's Men, for the first time, authentic stories of the world-famous Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Tales of men who for almost a hundred years have helped to keep peace in Canada. The Queen's Men. men. True stories of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Names have been changed for family protection. And now transcribe the Queen's Men. Yes, that was the biggest case on the RCMP's records that year. For quite a few years, I think. Well, that was the case where Corporal Donald distinguished himself, wasn't it? Yes, a real opportunity for adventure. Life had been rather quiet for Donald's on the force, but he was delighted to have this big chance. I wasn't connected with the case at the time. Just saw some of his reports later to Staff Sergeant Harvey. You remember much about the case? Oh, I remember the way it started. At one of Montreal's most exclusive hotels. The bellboy's eyes popped at the tips they received from the latest resident. A Mr. Lou Benito recently arrived from the United States. They would have been even more impressed if they could have seen the meeting which took place in Mr. Benito's hotel room on the morning of March 17th. Good morning, Pierre. Yeah, good morning, monsieur. Won't you both come in, please? Thank you. Uh, after you, senor. Thank you. Uh, monsieur Benito, um, may I have the pleasure of presenting my good friend, uh, senor Ronales, from Argentina? How do you do? I am charmed, senor. I have heard that you would be coming to Montreal, and I have been eagerly awaiting your arrival. That is good of you. Our mutual friend, Pierre, here has told me about you, too. Will you have a cigar? Thank you. Oh, they appear to be fine cigars. As I told you, senor, my friend, Mr. Benito, is a very wealthy man. A millionaire, to be sure, who does a large and international business in um, a certain kind of drug in which you also are interested. Yes, uh, I am very pleased, senor Benito, that Pierre has brought us together. With my connections in Spain and France and Germany, and from what I have heard of your connections in the United States... We should be able to accomplish great things. Hmm, possibly so, but uh, suppose we get down to business. Just what are you prepared to offer? It is like this. I have an agent here in Montreal to whom I will give you an introduction. He is in close touch with the importers of narcotics in the various capitals of Europe. All you have to do is to tell him how much of the drugs you want, 
Give him your check, <laughs> and he will do the rest. You mean he'll get the goods through customs for me without any danger of us being caught? Exactly, senor. We have certain friends in the customs department. I see. That's very clever of you. Not at all. It is merely a question of knowing the right people and then keeping their palms, how you say, greased. Huh? <laughs> of course, it would require a little extra grease to slide the goods through the customs. Unfortunately, Canadian customs officials are very inclined to be honest. Our friends demand a high price. I expect they do. That will be added to the check you pay my agent. You make your profit in selling the goods at the high price they always bring on this side. The demand there is tremendous. Look here, Mr. Ronaldus. I am a businessman. Oh, certainly. That is obvious. Suppose I deliver a check to your agent. What assurance do I get that the merchandise comes through safely? You're asking me to place 20 or 30,000 in the hands of a complete stranger in the hope he'll prove honest. Oh. The temptation is great, my friend. But I must have more assurance oh, than that. Oh, but, Senor Benito, you will be dealing with gentlemen, <laughs> not with bandits. You mean honest men, Mr. Ronales? With us. They are honest. I'm sorry, but my experience has taught me to take no unnecessary chances. You are very untrusting, senor. A little suspicious. Supposing you do not trust my friends, then how do you expect them to trust you? They are not being asked to trust me. I am handing over my money to them and taking my chances on getting the goods. I'm afraid I'll need introductions to them so that I can assure myself of their good faith. Mm, I do not know. My agent, yes, you can meet him. But as for my other associates, they're very cautious who knows about them. Uh, Monsieur Benito, there is money in this thing. Uh, how does the senor know, if you don't produce your money, that you will do your part and not light out with the stuff and leave them on the shelf? I am quite willing to produce the money, Pierre. But I will have to ask Mr. Ronales to allow me to meet some of his friends and be assured of his good connection. Then I will first have to consult with my friends and make sure they are willing to meet you. I think that is the best plan, Mr. Ronales. Shall we call it a day, then, and you let me know whether or not they agree? I will do that, senor. I will get to work on it this afternoon and phone you this evening. Thank you for the excellent cigar. Good day. RCMP, Staff Sergeant Harvey speaking. Good morning, Sergeant. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Lou Benito, and I have recently arrived in Montreal. Yes, Mr. Benito? I wonder if it would be convenient for you to have a word with me uh, down at your headquarters. Why, certainly. Any time at all. Good. Then I shall be right now. You'd better come in the back way, Mr. Benito. I did as you suggested, Sergeant, and came in the back way. Without being seen, I hope. Most certainly. Good. Although, if I may say so, I rather resent sneaking around corners as though I were a crook. <laughs> okay, come off it. <laughs> you know we decided it was better for you to drop out of sight. <laughs> Tell me, Sergeant, haven't any of the boys inquired about me? Don't they miss me at all? Corporal, they're heartbroken. I told them that you'd been working too hard and had leave of absence. You know, it practically amounts to that. 
I never thought when I joined the force that I'd get to impersonate a millionaire. I've never been treated with such respect in all my life. Well, don't let it go to your head, Corporal. You're a good man. You've got an important job to do. Well, then, how did it go this morning? Well, I met Rinalis. Pierre brought him to the hotel as planned. We must give Pierre a medal someday. He's the most valuable informer we've ever had. He's done a good job. But Rinalis is going to be a tough customer. Yeah, I suspected he might. He wants me to hand over the money, but refuses to divulge the names of any of his associates. Hmm. None at all? Oh, just his agent. But we're after bigger game than that. Yes. The main thing the inspector wants to know is where the leak is in customs. And, of course, the big importers. They've been getting away with murder the past few months. I finally said I wouldn't hand over the money until I'd met some of them and assured myself of their uh, honesty. I hope you didn't make him suspicious. I may have. I didn't want to go too far with it. He did a lot of talking about his connections in Europe. Matter of fact, it gave me an idea. Yeah? What's your idea? It's obvious we won't get the names of all the dealers we're after on this side from Ronaldo's. And even if we did, there'd still be the European importers left in the business. They'd soon establish new contacts here, and we'd be right back where we started. Yeah, that's true. But what if I planned a trip to Europe? It would make me appear more like a millionaire for one thing, and hey, we could... wait a minute. Where's the forest going to get a million dollars to finance an expedition like that? That's up to you, Sergeant, and the inspector, of course, but... It would be a good way to trap the whole dope ring. It would certainly give you a better chance of hunting down the big dealers over there. And I wouldn't have to press Rinalis too hard about his friends in Canada. Once I get to Europe and win the confidence of the big boys, I'll get their names soon enough. Yes. It would make you look more legitimate. Where would you head for? I'll find out where the hub of the ring is from Rinalis. There must be one big brain at the head of an operation like this. Well, look, I'll uh, take it up with the inspector. You'd better get the okay on this scheme before you put it up to Ronales. Mr. Ronales, good evening. Do come in. Thank you, Senor Benito. Ah, I've been waiting all day for word from you. So? I found you here at your hotel this afternoon, but you were not in. This afternoon? Have you friends in Montreal, senor? <laughs> I have friends everywhere. This mm. afternoon, I was renewing an old acquaintance. Not in the drug business, though. I operate strictly alone in that. That is the safest plan. Well, Mr. Ronales, have you spoken to your associates? Yes, I saw some of them this afternoon. They're most reluctant to reveal their identity. Well, that doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, I had an idea myself this afternoon. So? Suppose we were to arrange for a small trial shipment of drugs. I will pay you in advance for them. And while we are waiting for the Dara rifle, I propose to make a trip to Europe to personally arrange future shipments. Uh, we're in Europe, senor. Well, I have other businesses of my own which take me to several of the capitals. Uh-huh. Now, you mentioned that you have connections in several European capitals. Yes, mainly in Madrid and Marseille. That is where we obtain most of our drugs. Then they are shipped to England and repacked in kegs and shipped on here to Canada. In kegs, huh? They are concealed in kegs of olives. And come through as olive oil from Spain. Very clever. I have some other business to take care of in Madrid. 
Would you say that Madrid was your main source? It is indeed. I can provide you an introduction to our headman there. Of course, he will want to see your credentials. Oh, certainly. But I think it is not a bad idea for you to make arrangements with him. You can satisfy yourself that we here in Canada are to be trusted, and as you say, you can arrange further shipments right at the source. You must be planning to do a great deal of business with us if you are willing to make the trip to Madrid. Well, Sergeant, it worked. I threw him completely off guard when I suggested the trip to Madrid. And uh, you met the agent this evening? Yes, I've written out a report on him. His name and address. Here you are, Sergeant. Thanks. I'll study this and then put a couple of men on his tail. Sooner or later, he'll lead us to his friends in customs. Now then, uh, when do you plan to leave for Madrid? The end of the week, I think, Sergeant. Thanks to Rinales and his connections, I'm getting my passport through quickly. I'll have to pull some strings, too, and get mine speeded up. Yours, Sergeant? Yes. I have news for you, Corporal. You're not the only privileged member of the force. The inspector suggested I go along, too, posing as a globe-trotting ex-army captain. No connection with you, of course. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it'll make it easier for you to operate if you have me standing by to receive reports. And in case of emergency. We'll travel on the same boat and uh, check into the same hotel in Madrid. But, of course, we'll have to be very careful not to be seen together. That's an excellent idea. I was wondering how I'd get reports through without risking detection. Well, while you're away, the inspector is putting some of his best men on the case at this end. So, uh, within a few weeks... We should have some very interesting information from both sides of the water. In just a moment, we'll return for the second part of this true story of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, The Queen's Men. And now we return you to The Queen's Men. Welcome to our hotel, senor. You are an American. Yes, the name is Lou Benito from New York City. Ah, yes, I have your reservation. You are in suite 1620, one of our finest. I hope you enjoy your stay, senor. I'm sure I will. Sign here, if you would be so kind. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, Corporal. Sorry to barge in without knocking, Sergeant. I had to be careful the corridor was clear, and then duck in when I could. Sure thing. That's why I left the door unlocked. Well, how does Madrid look to you so far? Oh, pretty much like in the travelogues. It'll look better tomorrow when I make my first connection. We'd uh, better not take any chances. Keep your voice lowered. Who are you seeing tomorrow, the big boss? No. I have to go through one of his henchmen first. A fellow named Markella's. He's going to give me all the information, how much dope I can get, the frequency of shipments, freight payments, and so on. And uh, some names, I hope, Corporal? Well, that's the main thing, of course. I plan to get the names of the operators here, and in Marseille, and England as well. Boss, 
Mr. Marcellus, this is a great blow to me. It is a blow to all of us, senor. It is most unfortunate that you should have come on this errand at such an inopportune time. But why didn't Ranales warn me in Montreal? Why did he let me come all this way? I think he did not know. It appears that the government has been planning for some time to clamp down on dishonest officials. But they did not spring until this week. Right now, at this moment, nearly all the important narcotic dealers are behind bars. It is a tragic situation, senor. But how about your boss? He has been fortunate. Of course, he has always been extremely careful. But we can sell you no narcotics now. Not until things have settled down again. You mean I must return home empty-handed? Oh, I would not like to see that happen. Why do you not ship alcohol? Alcohol? Of this, we have plenty and at a good price. We can pack it very, very carefully and ship as olive oil. The duty on olive oil, it is nothing, but on alcohol, it is big. I would like to give it a little thought... Uh, why don't you come around to my hotel about dinner time? We'll kill two birds with one stone, settle the question of this shipment, and celebrate the occasion with a bottle of champagne. Uh-huh. Well, that certainly is a disappointment. We can't just give up, Sergeant. Not when you consider the expense to the force of this trip. No. The boys at headquarters would never forgive us. But what can we do? Well, Markella says he doesn't know where the big boss is hiding out. But I'm sure he's lying. You think he suspects anything? No, I don't think so. It's just that they're always careful. They wouldn't be the big operators they are if they took any chances. Well, the point is, I want to get to him. And I think I may be able to trap Markella's into leading us to him. Yeah? How? Well, he's coming to the hotel to have supper with me this evening. While we're at supper... I'd like to have a telegram delivered to my table from Edmond Marat in Marseille. Marat? He's the head of the ring in Marseille, isn't he? Yes, and the Marseille police have already been tipped off to keep a close watch on him. Now, if you put in a call to the police there and explain the situation, they'll send the telegram. Here's how I wanted to read. Just like this. Yes, here's how I wanted to read. Delicious supper, senor. Yes, uh, this is quite a good place. Uh, Excellent cuisine. Well, uh, have you thought over my suggestion about shipping alcohol? Yes, I've been thinking about it, and uh, I've just about decided to go ahead with it. It will certainly prove to me whether your customs people in Canada are as good as Ronales claims they are. And also uh, it would be... Excuse me, senor Benito. Oh, yes, waiter. This telegram just arrived at the desk for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, here you are. Thank you. Oh, a thousand thank you, senor. A word from home, perhaps. I hope it is not bad news. Uh, it's from Marseille. Hmm. It's from our mutual friend, Edmond Marat. Marat, in Marseille. You are acquainted with him, senor? Oh, yes, I've known him for years. He knows of my trip here and my mission. But listen, it's in code. He says, have just received information. There is secret agent 
on your track. Secret agent. What sort of secret agent, senor? I don't know. That's all he says. Why, it could be anyone in this very room. It could even be you, Mr. Marcellus. This is no time for joking, senor. That is, if it is true. But how would Senor Marat hear of this? A man like Marat has endless sources. He has eyes all over Europe. That is so. Then this is very serious news. If there is someone after you, we must find him. We must protect you against him and thereby protect ourselves. May I suggest that I escort you to your room and that once there, you lock the door and remain there until the morning when you will again hear from me. Meanwhile... I have one or two things to do. Hello. Are you alone? Yes. I just got back. Can you come to my room? No. You'd better come up here. I'll leave the door open. Right. Oh, when you come in, keep away from the window. watch in my room. It would have to be from the street. That's why I said to stay away from the window. Anyone see you come up here? I don't think so. Well, Sergeant, did you follow Michaelis? I did. And uh, I think your hunch was right. That the telegram would send him straight to the head man for consultation. You have the address, sir? Yes. I don't know the name yet, but the local police can find that out. He went to a small bakery on the edge of the city. Harmless looking place. Went down some stairs into a cellar, stayed about three quarters of an hour, and came out with three thugs. They don't believe in wasting time. You're sure they didn't see you? I'm quite sure. Now, if you could just arrange for that shipment of alcohol so that we could have them taken along with the evidence. Who's that? Get into the closet, Sergeant, quickly. Yes, I'm coming! Good evening once more, senor. You are fast. Come in. Thank you. It is true that I work quickly. My men and I took one first guess, and we were lucky. We were right the first time. A guess? I don't understand. It seemed logical to first suspect the Canadian. What Canadian? You do not know him? He is at this hotel. A Captain Malone. Did you not come over on the boat with him? I don't recall. There were quite a few Canadians on the boat, but... Tell me, what about him? He is the man who is watching you. Mara was right. How do you... We have just searched this captain's room, and among his things we find evidence that he is a police officer. A member of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Good heavens. You have heard of those Mounties, I see. Oh, yes, yes, I've heard of them, but how do you know this man is on duty and after me? Perhaps he's just on a vacation. Then why is he posing as an ex-army captain, senor? Can you tell me that? No, I, I see what you mean. What, what do you think we should do about him? I have arranged all that. My men will take care of him. We will remain here in your room, so that if an accident should befall him, no blame will attach itself to you. Accident? You don't intend to... Now, see here. I don't want to be connected with any violence. You will not be connected with it at all, my friend. You need not worry. My men are very experienced and, in these matters, quite efficient. <laughs> 
Where? Where is this man now? He's not in at present. But when he next comes in, he will be taken care of. And now it is late. I must go and see how my men are coming along. Oh, I will get some sleep. It's been a busy day. Yes, very busy. When there is some news of our friend, I will let you know. Oh, yes, please do. Good night. Good night, senor. Okay, you can come out now. Sorry to keep you in here a minute longer than necessary, Sergeant. I was just bolting the door. Thank heaven he left. I was afraid you'd both hear me gasping for air. Sorry about that, but it saved your life. I suppose you heard. I sure did. You'll have to clear out of Madrid right away, Sergeant. I don't think so, Donald. But you said you heard him. They're planning to kill you. Well, they won't try anything so long as I'm careful to stay out in the open. If I skip, then it throws suspicion on you. But if I hang around and just be elusive, they'll go ahead with the loading of their shipment of alcohol. And by the end of the week, we've got them. Evidence and all. You're pretty cool, Sergeant. <laughs> Not that cool. I'll admit I'm a little nervous. But uh, we've come a long way, Corporal. I'd like to finish the job. Come in, come in. This is indeed a pleasure, Mr. Marquez. I took the liberty of bringing my associates, as you suggested, to celebrate our success. The shipment is on board, and here are the documents. Ah, some wine, gentlemen. Then we really get to know each other. Please, please help yourselves. Uh, what about that secret agent? It has been nerve-wracking all week. We have never been able to get him alone. He's either out in full view of everyone, or else he is in consultation with police officials. But we don't have to worry now the shipment is on its way. We'll get him soon. All right, gentlemen. You are all under arrest. And you, Benito. And be in my custody. Thanks, officer. Have your men round up the packers, too, and you've got them all. Good work, men. And sure enough, with the assistance of the local police, they were able to arrest the entire gang by the end of the week. Boy, quite a piece of work. And at the same time in Montreal, the force had tracked down the important people there from the information gained by Corporal Donalds. So they smashed the dope ring in Canada and Europe at practically the same moment. What about Benito, Corporal Donalds? He must have found it pretty hard to come down to Earth again and live on the pay of a corporal after being a millionaire crook for so long. <laughs> I remember asking him about that. He looked at me pretty philosophically, said that at least he was sure of a steady job the rest of his life. He owed the government so much, they'd never dare fire him. <laughs> <laughs> Queen's Men, authentic stories of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Music under the direction of Sidney Torch. Script and adaptation under the supervision of John Adaskin. Produced and directed by Harry Allen Towers.